Hi, I'm Mystic, aka Cynthia, the Gabby and Spontaneous F-bomb-dropping Virgo who likes to sort socks. And I'm Mind Power, Michelle, the highly inquisitive, science-loving hypnotherapist who reads and walks a whole lot. You're, You're listening, listening to Mind Power Meets Mystic. Mystic. We are wildly curious and we want to talk about how spirit meets business, how self-expansion meets love, and how relationships meet life's true purpose. Because it's our belief that there are invisible cosmic forces tying things together. My passion is for the powers of the mind, human nature, and the development of inner strength. I help people transform by investigating their subconscious and reframing or rewriting their internal thinking. My get-off is helping people discover their cosmic irony, where their biggest fear is actually their greatest strength. By uncovering these things, they can revolutionize what they do and how they do it. We want to share how people grow and become bigger, more integrated, more fulfilled, more passionate and inspired in their life's journey. Listen in as we explore transformations, shifts, and finding the ahas while making space for serendipity, the unknown, and magic. Follow us and expand your sense of what's possible. And have fun along the way. Dive in and see how Mind Power meets Mystic. Welcome, everyone. This is Cynthia Varkavisser with Mind Power Meets Mystic. Michelle Walters, my pal and co host, is taking the day off today. So I have the luxury and honor of talking by myself with Ann Jonas of the Lotus Path. And Jonas is passionate about helping and supporting others to become more of who they truly are. She approaches her work from a holistic, intuitive, spiritual perspective with decades of experience as a body worker and a birth doula. Today, her most powerful gift is living as a being of love and light and offering guidance as a shamanic transformational coach, an intuitive healer, a body worker, writer, speaker, and workshop facilitator. She knows the beautiful mess that this life is while we are coming home to connection and presence with self, capital S. She creates and holds space, that is the truth, in a very safe and loving container. Welcome and thank you, Ann Jonas. Thank you for this opportunity. <laughs> yes, this is um, this is a podcast with you that's been in the making for a little while. And I believe that the reason that we are set up now is we are talking about spring and our latest conversation was that you said, was that your year starts in spring. I would love to talk more about that because I have ideas around that as well, but I'd love to hear how spring is the beginning of the year for you. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you. You know, I just wanted to swing back to the idea of divine timing and divine alignment. You know, yeah, we did try to schedule this a few times and <laughs> really just, you know, continuing to sit in the trust that things come together when they're meant to. And that really does dovetail into the idea of spring being the beginning of my year, a year. You know, we have a calendar year, right? And that's has history about how that has been established. There are many different calendars depending on different cultures and religions. We have many different calendars on the planet. 
And as a, my birthday's at the beginning of the year. So that's fun. So I get to get a kick that off. But when we think about this planet earth, our home and the cycle that she goes through, that the, the spring equinox, which is, you know, this point where we begin the season of spring, where it lands. And then you also have the pieces of, of astrological, the Zodiac that dovetails in. We have Pisces and then we have Aries and Pisces completes the year astrologically and Aries begins and Aries starts within days of the equinox. Spring also is often associated with the direction of east at least it is for me living in on the west coast where the sun rises in the east and we think of the sun rising new day rebirth all of these aspects that then are associated with spring it's when we plant seeds literally and figuratively and you know metaphorically we we are recognizing our life, our year, our journey, and the, the qualities, the energy of spring really is about that idea of, of newness. I mean, just think about new shoots coming up when the snow melts away. So that's, yeah, that's that spring journey. I'm with you. I like to remind people that we are animals, right? And with other animals, we do follow a cycle. And it's really unfortunate that we've created a society or a way of life, and we're not so in touch with the cycles. So I love spring. Um, if you talk to any teacher, they can't stand spring because the kids just start going crazy, right? And then, you know, and then, and crushes happen. And it's crushes happen in the spring. It's a really interesting thing that we we really don't think about i i love it uh in the sense that we get to start something new we we get to i won't say reinvent ourselves but we get to take a new take on things based on the things that we've pruned back from the year and um and we've recovered from the holidays which i consider very manufactured because really we're supposed to be resting right well, that's the thing I was going to jump in because we, the new year, the calendar year, the Gregorian calendar year that, you know, most of the planet follows begins in the middle of winter. And so it's such an interesting time where we're supposed to set intentions or make resolutions or start new journeys. And the, the, the rhythm, we talk about cycle, right? Mm -hmm. The rhythm, the vibration of the planet itself is no let's hunker down let's get into the earth and feel held and nourished so that we can then be ready to step into spring so it's a, it, there's like there's a push pull in our in our system our energetic system that says wait that doesn't feel really aligned with what I'm witnessing and experiencing that my senses are aware of. Right. And actually, I have to admit that I still fall in line with the damn Gregorian calendar because I'm doing the, I don't do New Year's resolutions. However, I am making sure that I have my vision board set up, that I have my intention set, 
even though it's not in alignment. I find that a really interesting thing about myself. Um, and it doesn't work as powerfully as I know it can if I were to do it, say, I don't know, a little bit later in the year, you know, in the new year. Um, what are your feelings about that? And how do you spend your calendar New Year's? And how do you celebrate your spring New Year? Well, it's funny, as I was listening to you say that, I'm going, oh, yeah, right. Here's the thing. For most, well, I mean, all of us were born on the planet on a certain day. So really, our year begins on our birthday, right? right? That's our cycle. That's our spin around the sun, as we love to say, right? We're going around the sun one more time. That can happen, of course, anytime during the calendar year, right? So there can be that personal opportunity and even a way to ritualize our birthday as the beginning of a year. So that's one place. I do vision boards too. I love vision boards. It's been a ritual for my family to start New Year's Eve into New Year's Day. And then, you know, I've got all kinds of like ways that I do things. So it takes me a couple days, but the whole point is that it is about setting a tone that is in alignment with the world we live in, right? So this is that place where we are constantly being like the tide being moved by all of the different influences. We have to live with the Gregorian calendar when we live a 3D life. There's really no way around it. You know, I've got a kid in school. We have businesses. We interact with other people. That's something that we cannot escape. Right. And it just gives us that opportunity to do another layer. So we have our Gregorian calendar new year where we can drop in. Yeah, and the holidays, right? I mean, that's such a powerful time that really is um, in opposition to what winter is right. because it's so much about outward. You know, I love giving, but then it's a lot of that outward to others and planning meals and taking trips and all of that energy, ener energetic quality is being versus calling in right calling in the time to to be in stillness and in, in in deep rest in the wintering so again calls us away from what feels natural and to the rhythm of the earth and to come back to how do we begin a new year in spring it's that place of imagining really that eruption from the earth, like the, the new life that is being birthed and sort of calling ourselves into what it feels like to be fresh and new, and maybe, maybe even a little vulnerable, you know, a new baby shoot, if it gets stepped on or picked up by a little bird or some animal, like that's it. Right. So we want to protect the newness of the year. And that's, that's just coming through pretty strong right there. Right. No, it's great. You know, what I find is I have clients coming in around March and that's usually where there's a lot of dissatisfaction that comes in. And I love seeing, you know, I just talked about the teachers and, and the cycles that they go through. 
the clients that I have in March, they, they are like, I'm done. I'm, I'm done. And it makes sense to me because it's an ending. It's, it's pretty much, you're finishing up and it's time to, um, you know, it's, it's time to, what's that called? Like, it's not pulling weeds, but it's like pulling weeds and just, you know, removing, I, I used to call it a, um, a hard prune. So I'm like, you know, do a hard prune in, in November or December. So, um, have you seen similar things for your clients and, and what are you finding is the prescription that you've been giving to everyone these days? Yeah. You know, it's, it's interesting. The Lotus path, which is my business, which is really a, a representation of my life. No mud, no Lotus. Right. My chapter that I published in Empowered Self-Care, an anthology, Healing Mind, Body, Spirit, is entitled From Mud to Lotus. So the idea being that when we drop into the sticky places, right, the things that are really offering us where we are meant to blossom and bloom, there's a place where we want to allow in clarity, which is you're speaking to pruning or pulling weeds, right? Sometimes the thickness of the brush actually can serve two things. One is create a really safe haven and an environment for new growth. Like right. we talked about, if we have exposed shoots, they have a potential to not survive. So there's this dance, right? We clear out all the weeds and prune all the plants. Everything's exposed and small versus finding what is complete. So that is the place to drop in. When do we witness something being complete in our journey? Right. And what does that look like? So that is a place to dance in as we are in this rhythm, this cycle of our planet, this season where we are beginning to pull away the weeds, clear out what has been holding us in this nourishing way that winter does and, and look for the new, like the new light bulbs that are going to show up, the new, the synchronicities, right? The signs, the guideposts that are in essence, sort of laying, laying the path, laying the path forward. Well, I wasn't going to talk about this before, but it feels really relevant right now that you created this program called Sacred Connection. And when did, when did Sacred Connection start? Was it in October? October? Yeah. We did the first series in October to December. And it was a really interesting vibration. It was, it was, it felt incredibly sacred. There was this um, depth to it that was really amazing. And now you have, um, you have sacred connection again, and we'll talk, I, I want you to talk about it because I don't want to say, Hey, we're doing sacred connection or talk about it without really describing it. And the energy is different. It's just as sacred, but it's got a lighter vibration, you know, and, and it, for the first time I thought, Oh, I wonder if it's because this is our second run through and we have a, we have a, um, an idea of what's going on. But after hearing you talk, about this. No, it's because we are in, we're, we're in 
preparations for spring, it makes sense why we are in the vibration we are. So tell me more about sacred connection because it's an amazing thing and about the vibration that that is coming through as you're as you're going through this this series program. Wow. So that's really interesting that you're bringing this forward because I had not dropped into that. Here's something interesting. That session, that series, we we did at night in the evening. That's so right. not only in the fall to winter experience, we because we completed that one right after the a day after winter solstice. So it was like we were moving into the winter during that series. And then this series, we're moving into spring and through and into, you know, through in this season, which this one is being held during the day, which is interesting because it's just, it's physically lighter on the call. So that's an interesting thing that you brought forward. And there is a quality of it being the, the energy is, is in the vein of what are we releasing? Right. Like that element of the clarity to be planting new seeds also means letting go of the the heaviness. Winter has a heavy, we wear heavy coats, right? We think about bears hibernating. So I love this interesting piece. And my vision for the work of the Lotus Path was always to see it as a cycle of a year. And to to begin the work in in the spring and have a session in the summer and have a session in the fall and have a session in the winter because of how powerful and profound it is to move through these cycles. Mm. With Sacred Connection now being in the spring and moving forward, I really do see this encapsulating that the more collective piece. So Sacred Connection is an opportunity to connect with self and the divine, and to look at the different themes that call us towards how we can come into deeper connection. Life itself makes it very easy for us to disconnect, to feel out of harmony. And so being a part of this journey, which is a webinar, and it's essentially set up as a podcast style interview where we get to have conversation and it's also experiential and it's also a collaboration. And so each week is a a different host, co-host. You are going to be joining that again for, for the second time. Thank you. Super excited. Super excited. And, uh, and so there's a, a vibration that comes with each different co-host and their way of offering and showing up and holding space So we get to have these really powerful nine different sessions with a different vibe. And every time we get to have an experience that helps us call in what we've been talking about and referencing. Right. And the idea is that this is also about building community, you know, of like-minded people that desire to be like the community that you have a part of this experience are interested in talking about and experiencing this way of seeing the world as an energetic container, right? Right. Let me remind everyone that we are Mind Power Meets Mystic with Cynthia Barkevisser, that's me, and Michelle Walters, 
who is taking the day off today. And we are talking with, we as in the Royal We, talking with Ann Jonas with the Lotus Path. So I want to go back really quick, Lee, about the sacred connection. What I love about it the most is that it is podcast style. So there's there's a not a true conversation, but it is a conversation with you and the co-host. I mean, you know, with the co-host leading. And then after having that piece and getting to know that person, why they're doing the thing that they're doing, why it's so sacred to them and what makes them such a badass about it. And then they get to, you know, we all get to experience. So coming in as an expert, I'm actually coming in as a student when it's, when someone else is co-hosting and it's really lovely to be an expert and a student at the same time, listening and then experiencing because I am an experienced hound. Uh, I think it's pretty brilliant that that's how you, how you set it up. Any uh, ideas of how, not any ideas, but how did that come to be when you came up with that part? Because it doesn't usually, it doesn't usually work that way. You know, when you think about collaborations. Well, I'm going to tell you a secret. I didn't make it up. <laughs> Truthfully, I mean, he, this is really the truth. I was at a point in my life where, I mean, I'm, I'm 54. I'm been on a personal growth journey for 54 years, but really, you know, for decades now, I've been doing workshops, retreats, coaching, all of it. I've been gathering tools for me to, to connect. And they're all over my house. They're all over my office. They're all over my house. They're all in me. So there's physical tools, emotional tools. I was at a very low point and was just not using any of my tools. And that they created judgment on top of that, just, you know, the layers that we navigate. And I said, I'm just going to do one simple thing. And that is go to bed tonight and ask for a dream, a message, some guidance. Well, I have to laugh the first night, nothing happened. So I said, okay, I'm going to try again. And that second night I was awakened at 2 a.m. with a, a download of information. And here's my funny part. I was tired. I didn't want to turn out the light, turn on the light. I didn't want to make noise. I didn't want to get out of bed. And it was like, you asked for this. What are you doing? Like deflecting it. So I picked up my phone and I just let my thumbs type. And a part of what came through was me sharing my vulnerability, sharing that I'm not perfect, even though I like to pretend, right? We all like to have Who this ourselves. Exactly. I mean, I have this magnet that I covered beautifully with a heart, but underneath it, the words are people who know it all really irritate those of us who do. And right. so that's a, that's an energy that I've carried. I'm a Capricorn, right? So here's the thing. What I recognized was that I'm here to offer something. And that is the truth about who I am and how I show up in the world. And this was something, you know, the Lotus Path, my business, COVID, I wasn't able to do in-person retreats. I wasn't able to do in-person body work. Many of us in the healing arts had our businesses plummet. So I was like, what's my next business? Where am I going? And that's where Sacred Connection dropped in. And I've always been somebody who likes to run the show. 
And so this was another aspect for me to, to step back and be in that collaborative container, which is really what's happening in the world. If you notice, many of your thought leaders or people who you've been following, they are starting to come in as teams and groups and offering a collective perspective. And so this is really how it all started was I asked for guidance. I got a message and now I've been piecing it together, just letting it move through me and feeling into who I want to call in as a co-host and how these themes are showing up in our life. And uh, it feels really good. It does feel really good. It really does. So we, unfortunately, are already at time. It sucks. I know, but we knew that was going to happen. We were going to push the envelope. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So what do you got coming up? So I'm I'm really excited for Sacred Connection. I'm I'm excited that there's going to be another series. Um, and I'd love to know what else you've got going on. Yes. Well, I want to say with Sacred Connection, they're all recorded. So I am now in a position to also offer a pre-recorded series. So that is something that I'm going to have available. I'm going to start another series. This one will complete April 13th. And I will start another one on April 20th. It's a nine-week series. And I'm also planting the seeds. (laughs) Got to put in that spring reference. I am planting the seeds for a one-day, more retreat-style experience where we'll be on a Saturday from 10 to 4 Pacific time. And then I have a bigger version, really, which is to twofold. A Patreon group is forming. So I'm going to have a larger hub for all of the different sacred connection series, the people that community is building, as well as an in-person retreat. That is a big vision to call in all these themes that we've been dancing in and to deepen with the co-hosts and participants alike. So that's what's, that's what's moving through me right now. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. So thank you very, very much. You have been listening to and Jonas of the Lotus Path on the podcast of Mind Power Meets Mystic with Cynthia Varkovisser and with <laughs> Michelle Walters. God loves laughter. I just got to uh, say that. <laughs> I know. And imperfections. So for more information about um, Anne, please take a look in the show notes. You can find her at um, www.thelotuspath.love. And you can find out what's going on with Michelle as well as me also in the show notes. So thanks again, Anne, and we will talk again very soon. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You've been listening to Mind Power Meets Mystic. Mystic.